Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of Grant and Grassi is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Did you think that there was going to be a tsunami in the Sunday night game when the Ravens took on the Patriots? Well, okay, you couldn't have bet about that on BetOnline.ag, but they got pretty much every other prop you could possibly imagine, from game spreads and totals to team and player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place on the internets. So if the season's starting to drag a little bit, why not decide to make it a little bit more spicy? So head online to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. Welcome to another episode of Looks into Lambo with Grassi and Grant. I am your host, Tom Grassi, always joined by the distinguished Ryan Reginald Grant. Ryan Reginald. Uh, in my past life, Reginald. Reggie Noble, Red, Red Man, whatever. Ryan. I apologize for assuming what your middle name was going to be, but I just no, thought... But it is solid. That is a... Uh, I, I appreciate that, though. It, that is a very uh, studious hmm. middle name to have. Hmm. Reginald. Hmm. To go with Ryan and the alliteration. It was quite quaint, one would oh, say. Uh, especially being a teacher, uh, an educator as you are, hmm. I appreciate the, uh, the form. <laughs> yeah, I'm not holding that accent all day. What's going on, everybody? We're back. <laughs> we just figured with a distinguished title from Mr. Brandon Miller. By the way, you're a winner. Get in oh. contact with me in some way, shape, or form. For looks into Lambo with Grossi and Grant, we were like, whoa, whoa. We're about to break out some tea. We're about to break out some smoking pipes. We're about to break out a Sherlock Holmes hat. Exactly. Looks into Lambo. Peeks into the Packers. Mm. Like there should, there should be a fire... It's yeah. right behind there, us. There, there needs to be a, a woolly dog sitting by our side. Yes. Um, this is like a, a fireside story we're getting ready to we're getting to tap into. I, I like, feel like I should have been in like a like a, a Hugh Hefner robe. Yes. Like yes. With some some good slippers on. Yes. And uh, just like a little chit of chest, like just a tiny bit, just, just like a little, just, yeah. just a smidge, just like a. Like like that, like that much, not yeah, not too much. Absolutely. But that's like okay. Yeah. How you been, bud? <laughs> I've been good, man. No, no, uh, no complaints. Anytime we get a W, I'm I'm good. It's, uh, Listen, lots of people be complaining about that W that we got on Sunday, and you know You can't you can't win even when you win. That's ain't that the fact. I mean, you know, you could be the Bears who lost four straight. I don't even I all I remember seeing is Max interception, which was a great play by Mac, of course, but also just the level of disappointment that they just can't score, no matter oh. what goes on. No. And the Cornell Patterson run back, which was amazing, like that was an amazing yeah, return. Was it? And then- yeah, it was like it was over a hundred yards. Like it was, it was a great return. It was right after halftime. It was like, oh, okay, they take the lead, but they're. I mean, and listen. You know, as as a team that has played played the Vikings twice and have watched the Vikings played numerous times this year, their defense right. isn't good, and you know, it's nothing like it was. Uh, I mean, they've stepped up a little bit, but 
you know, I know the offensive line for the Bears is really bad. And I, I saw Nick Foles get injured at the end of the game and got carted off. So hopefully he's okay. Um, but I mean, you know, Nick Foles was in that for the entire game and that team was just anemic on yeah. offense. And if it's not for the defense, like they're not even in games. I, I no, like they're, they don't, they don't have a chance without their defense and hats off to that defense because I know those guys are fighting and, um, you know, really doing everything they can. And yes, at some point in time, that will, I believe, if, if it hasn't already caused an internal struggle in, in that organization, just because you you can't expect a, a defense in that caliber of guys that are playing like, you know, and they're, they're, they're playing their butts off, yep. uh, but they're not getting any help, any help. It is, no. it is, it is, it's actually embarrassing as a professional team as you know to be a pro team to go out there and offensively and, and put together those performances consistently it's just like come on guys you gotta do your job um you know nobody's trust me i'm not i don't yeah. feel bad for them. but no. uh <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah it's just like it's rough to see it is yeah i i think you know i i did a whole video on trubisky last year and you know i pointed up to trubisky's play and listen it wasn't ideal you know it, it wasn't that great but on top of that they had no run game. Their offensive line was trash. The play calling was god awful. And Matt Nagy gave up play calling heading into this week. And I said, yeah. "Listen, if you get a Nick Foles, again, a guy who has not stayed healthy for a single full season yeah. his entire career, I'm like, that's not going to solve the problem." And here we are. You know, that every now and then Tom Grassi gets one right. And, and and at this point, like you know, you look and the offensive line has not gotten better. Matt Nagy has not gotten better with play calling. There's no explosiveness. The run game is a far cry, but I also blame a lot of that on the fact that their offensive line is trash. So yeah, they haven't done anything to help. And like I said, I'm not a fan. I'm not a super fan of Mitch by any means. But I'll tell you what, they haven't done anything to help him. Oh, no, 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 no. So, um, His best it, year it, was when he was supported by a run game. That was yeah, it. Yeah. Well, and what was that? That was Jordan, right? When Jordan was down there too, Jordan Howard. Yep. He was on yep. the back. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, and he, I saw that he just got released by um, Dolphins, right? Dolphins, yeah, that didn't work out for him. But I don't know, man. It's a, yeah, they're they're not doing anything to help their cause, and at some point in time, it's gonna wear. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it's already wearing super thin. Oh yeah, defense, and oh, yeah. you're gonna start seeing some frustration come out. Maybe some guys that want to be moved. Um, that just in general, you're just gonna want to see some things that like guys are like not not down for it and. You know, we'll see. I expect them to still go out and compete. They're professionals. They get paid the job, but it is not good. And I don't foresee it turning around this season anytime soon. A single tear just rolled down my cheek. I just oh, pull, that, oh, pull that tear back up. Okay, so <laughs> back up. It's, yeah, it's no, 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 no tears for them. We no, don't have no. Those. And you know, we're playing them a week from Sunday on Sunday Night Football, and. I hope it is a massacre. <laughs> like I, I, that might get flexed. Can they do even do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, listen, they didn't flex the uh, what was it? The Eagles and uh, Cowboys. Eagles, yeah, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. Get all those. Games. Yeah, well, yeah, no. If they, if they listen, if they flex that game, Tom is going to be pissed because if they didn't flex yeah. the NFC East, then they ain't touching the NFC North. So because the Bears yeah, have a bye. I don't, think I don't think they're going to flex an entire division and especially because there's so much money in the east coast yep from a viewership aspect 
you know, you have two fan groups that are diehard regardless of that. So it's like, it's weird. Yes, from a game aspect, competitive aspect, it definitely should have been flexed. So no, no attention should have been given on either one of those teams. <laughs> but yeah. uh, yeah, we'll it's see. It's like you go play know. in the one o'clock slot in the middle of the day so everyone can see your shame. Yeah, just go <laughs> play. Like, whatever. Just just get the game over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let us know what the score is. You know what? Just Just get the game over with because it won't be even on red zone like they're not even going to show it they're like oh and let's see nope nope no one's in the red zone still okay yeah um but listen listen things uh things were happening this week you know the the green bay packers had their hands full with the jacksonville jaguars they got a lot of crap on the internet about it um you know i obviously you you and i talked about this that we had you know pretty high expectations coming into this game that you know it, it was gonna Hopefully not be a close one. But that being said, Jair Alexander out, Kevin King out, which didn't help yep. anything. And, you know, you had two uncharacteristic turnovers by a Packers offense that has been really stingy on, you know, giving up uh, the ball. In which you had Devontae Adams fumbling. You had Rodgers yep. throwing a very uncharacteristic interception, you know, on a windy, blustery day in Lambeau Field. Yeah, I, I heard the, uh, the weather was definitely affecting some things uh, out there, but. You know, it's something you got to play with. So they found a way to win, which, of course, you know, we said that's the number one most important thing. Uh, I wasn't concerned with the performance, but it was just underwhelming, like I said um, before the thing. It was just one of those that, like, okay, we got the win. Um, Nobody should feel by any means bad about the win, um, but they shouldn't be beating their chest with this performance. We should be back to the books um and let's get some serious work in some um self-correction and uh let's let's improve so yeah and i and i think you know the lafleur pointed to a lack of emotion from the packers he goes like it really it really wasn't there until like the last drive and yeah and yeah i don't disagree at all i mean talking about some good spots though you know mvs was a, a bright spot four for 149 yards and a touchdown he was great uh, Devontae, obviously. Devontae's the god. Devontae's, Devontae's a literal god. Um, you had the defense, who we have kind of like, you know, said that's been the weak link for a couple of uh, weeks. They stepped up big, especially that last drive. Um, yep. You know, you had back-to-back sacks, and then you know the fourth uh, fourth down, they almost sacked him again. So Darius had a sack. Preston's had a sack. Rashawn Gary had a really nice game. I know we, oh, yeah. I know oh, we've been waiting for that. A lot of Thank pressures. Um, yeah. Amos interception. You know, so if anything, they were put in some bad spots in short field and they were able to still, you know, hold them to what they did. Yeah, we, um, I think, uh, I do like, yeah, based upon what the defense was kind of dealt, I like the way they performed. Yes. Um, yeah, they were, they were kind of, like you said, put in some interesting situations, but I'm not mad. Like I said, I'm not mad at the performance, just underwhelming, you know, and that's that's one of those like, eh. Listen, Um, we're 7-2. Yeah, well, as I said, we're seven and two. We're 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 sitting in the quote unquote driver's seat for for um, what we want. You know, I still think I I still don't believe there's a team that has uh, ran away with anything in any capacity in NFC. So I think that we are right in the driver's seat to really start putting out performances and showing the body of work, the type of team that we want to be because um, it's gonna yeah. Weather's about to change. It's gonna. It's it's getting crunchy time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> getting crunchy, crunchy time indeed. Yeah. Um. 
you know, and, and we talked about this for the past couple of weeks that November is the one when you're on, you want to start racking up some wins, right? Because you're yeah. going to start making that playoff push. And you look around the league, you look at the Seahawks who are struggling, you know, yeah. Russell Wilson, multiple interceptions had a fumble. If I'm not mistaken too, this past Sunday, you know, they, they got beat up by the Rams uh, and Jared Goff. I don't even think threw a single touchdown and they still, you know, were able to, uh, to, to beat the, the Seahawks on top of that, you know, the Buccaneers, they took care of business against the Panthers, but they got slapped around by the saints the week prior. The Saints yeah. lost drew Brees. Drew Brees broke ribs and yeah. also a punctured lung and yeah. still played yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Um, as a running back, I'm not super impressed with that, but, <laughs> um, considering I broke every rib, but, uh, yep, yep. yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I, you know, a shout out to a former teammate of mine, Brady Papinga, who I don't know if you follow Brady on Twitter. Brady is the most loyal, diehard Taysom Hill fan in the world. Like, I, it's the, it's so really. Oh, you have no That's idea. That's an interesting hill to he, park your flag on. He is more athletic than Lamar Jackson. Uh, oh. On numerous occasions. Uh, but, and he stands by his claim. The one thing I appreciate about Brady is that he stands by. He, so, he, know, he, know, he ain't wavering. No, he will stand by. So he, I, I, uh, when I saw what happened to Drew, we never want to see guys get hurt. Sure. Not, but uh, I, I I retweeted. I wrote, "Oh, Brady's salivating right now because." And he was like, "Oh yeah, it's Hill time now," and he's been saying that when given the opportunity, Hill will show that he's one of the best in the league. There's a reason why the Saints paid him that much money. So, I hope it all works out for you, Brady, and for for Hill. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll be, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see any teams that are like that are really. You know what's interesting? Tell me. The Cardinals are interesting because they're finding ways to like win games. They're mm-hmm. in Buffalo, and they're one of those teams that like let's not forget about them. They're a sleeper team to me because I think that they can beat anyone on any given Sunday. You don't know what you're going to get from them product wise, but they have the talent to beat everyone. That that dude Kyler Murray is about as exciting as it gets in the league. Um. And you got DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald. So what are you talking about here? Two of the greatest. Um, So, yeah, I don't don't know. Um, I think that NFC West is going to be beating each other up. You know, like, I love the fact that Seattle doesn't know what to do with the Rams. (laughs) You know what I mean? I love it. I agree. And I feel like Arizona is going to do the same thing to all these other teams. They're not going to know what to do with each other. So I'm not mad at that. Uh, all we got to do is not shoot, shoot ourselves in the foot in regards to our division. Uh, and if you know, if NFC East could literally, whatever, who cares? Uh, nope. <laughs> who cares? Whoever's the second round, like, you know, whoever plays them in the wild card round is they're, they're like, Oh, cool. We got a bye week. Great. Excellent. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. So they, and of course, like I said, when it gets to playoff time, every team's going to be like, any yeah, team, any team can do it. But I feel like we are sitting in the driver's seat in regards to, you got the NFC South in regards to the Bucks. And the Saints trying to gnaw it out and fight it out over what they're going to do. Um, we're in a driver's seat in our division if we handle our business. Um, you know, the Vikings, even though we, we took that L a couple weeks ago, they don't know what they're doing. Really, I, I think that they're trying to figure out their own stuff. The Bears are the Bears. 
Detroit can't figure out, you know, that you, we just, we, we're in the driver's seat. Let's just handle our business. Uh, Packer fans. Let's look at the big picture Packer fans, the big picture. All right. Um, and we are winning games. The big picture is that we're winning games. All right. And that's what you want. That's the best thing you can ask. Um, and then let's, as a player, uh, player stance, let's get back to clicking. I want guys to step up. Yeah, I like I like to see depth on that defensive line. Mm-hmm. Sean Gary, keep it up, please. Let's step up the rest of the league. I mean, the rest of the, the season. Um, let's get healthy as a backfield. Do we expect uh, Alexander back? I, I would say he's in concussion protocol, so I'm assuming you know he'll be two weeks removed now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let's let's hope so. I'm That's hopeful. a, but um, yeah. So I'm hoping if we can get guys healthy. You know, I, I love the fact we got that extension over David. We were talking about that was exactly what we were about to just talk about. David Bakhtiari, four year, one hundred and five point five million dollars, highest paid O lineman in history, well deserved, beating Wonderful. out Tunsil. Uh, and we knew this because he was very, very open about it. He said, listen, Tunsil got $22 million. Thank you so much, Bill O'Brien. He wanted more. And he's going to be averaging about 23 to up to $23.5 million per year for the next four years. Um, and it'll be 62.8, I believe, Ooh. before the end of 2022. Ooh, getting that guap. We let it call it a little cheddar. That's a lot of beer. That's a lot of beer that David Bakhtiari can drink. Uh, good for you, brother. Congratulations, David. Um, much deserved. Well deserved. I know Aaron's excited. Um, everybody on that team should be excited. So yep. good. And and I mentioned this too. Is like, you know, obviously there's the question about like how long is Aaron going to be in Green Bay? You know, what, and I'm not talking about because he retires, but yep. you know, you have just essentially locked up the best left tackle in the league. You know, he also might be that guy for the beginning of Jordan Love's career who, you know, they don't have to worry about left tackle, which is a huge position. So I think, you know, not only is this great for Aaron, but this is also great, you know, for the immediate future of the franchise, because when you put Jordan Love out there, whether it's in two years, three years, four years, you know, it's going to help. No, I I totally agree. I I think that it really speaks to similar to the uh, Chad Clifton to Cliffy uh, scenario. Uh, with Aaron, you know, knowing that you had a left tackle that was, you know, one of the best that could protect the backside of these quarterbacks. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. David's he's a great guy, great teammate from what I've heard. Um, and uh, he clearly gets the job done. He's the man. So when it comes to performance, so I think he'll, it'll only help the rest of the line. Uh, they're all versatile, which I love. I like to see that these guys have all. Oh, yeah to step up next man up and move bodies down the line. Um, and that's where it starts. It starts in the trenches. So yep. listen, as long as we can get guys to keep protect the quarterbacks, whoever the quarterback is. Yeah. And uh, I, I think Lazard coming back too is going to be a game changer. I mean, like that's, you know, we haven't had our offense at full strength. What since week two, cause week three, there was the saints game. So like week two, you know, yeah. now you're getting guys out there. MVS seems to be coming into a groove a little bit. You know, no. having Lazard back there, you know, it's just another weapon against a very good Colts defense, which we're going to need as many weapons as we could possibly find. No, absolutely. Um, they're just saying the defense is strong. Uh, I didn't actually think they were strong, but that's good. Good test, man. It's it a is. good test for guys to make sure that they're they're firing and, and performing at the, you know, the level that they want to because now that we got guys coming back, let's 
let's hit it. Let's get it. Let's get it and go. You know, we, we know how to get wins and we know how to perform. Let's put them together. So. Yeah. And I think, you know, with the Colts, they got beat up by the Ravens, uh, a couple weeks ago, and then they had a short week against the Titans. I picked against the Colts because I was like, you know, they're they're not. Yeah, going I didn't to see them. Win the, I didn't see them win that game at all. But. Yeah, and yeah, and you know what it was with was a dominant ground game that most certainly helped. And I'm sitting here going, oh no. But I will say, having Christian Kirksey back, you know, that is definitely helpful yeah. um, in terms of just getting as many healthy components as you want. And you know, this is a good time for your team to get healthy and get right. So. Like I said, that's one of the really, really, really good things about individual performances and building confidence towards the whole. Because when you see guys starting to step up because of injury, and then you start to get guys back that are healthy, it's like, all right, guys, listen, we can do this and we can perform. And you don't have to take everything on on your shoulders. You don't have to feel like you need to take this on. Guys can be like, no, we can rotate in. We can rotate bodies in, keep guys fresh. Because, you know, with defensive line, the biggest thing is getting tired, especially on a run deal. It's a, it, being able to actually uh, not get gassed. It's easy. Yeah. That whole thing was like, yeah, Yo, you gas the defensive line, you're going to continue continue to just rip through them. So I'm looking forward to seeing how guys are willing to step up. Um, it's a, This is a great test. I like it. It's a great test because we know we should win this game. Everything on paper speaks to the fact that we should win this game. But it's also, it's like, you know what? It's going to be a test in regards to the individual performance. So let's, let's step up. Yep. That's it. That's it, baby. Just step up. You know, going against Philip Rivers. Rogers was talking about that on McAvee's show today. Um, you know, and how much he respects him and how tough he is. And, you know, they've had some good back and forths over the years. Uh, no. you know, not 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 last year, but uh they've had some good <laughs> back and forths over the years. And, you know, I think I think it's gonna be a good game. It obviously got flexed into the four twenty-five spot, you know, going from the one o'clock. So that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to going against a good defense. It'll be a good test before we then go to the Bears, you know, good defense, you know, the following Sunday. And, you know, let's see how good this offense really is. And I think, you know, at the same time, you do have the Colts who have a number of weapons. And I think uh, this will definitely be like a, a challenge that if you want to see what your team is made of, like this is the litmus test to do it. And I think yeah. uh, this, this should be a fun one. Yeah, we uh listen, Phillips are competitor boy, so you might not know what you're gonna get, but you're gonna get somebody that's gonna be able to that that gonna do everything he can for his team. So I I, ex- I expect it to be a good game. I don't expect it to be a um a blowout. Yeah. Um I think it to be I think it's gonna be a solid game. Um second half, I think that third quarter, second half, who comes out with energy might be really good. Where's the game? In Indy? It's in Indy, yeah, with some fans. And, and, and as you're talking about that, you were talking about the defense too. You know, the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in football. And that I'm like, okay, you know, we've kind of been picking and dissecting the, the defense a little bit. Like, all right, Rashawn Gary, like this is, this is the time where like you're needed. We need the Smith brothers like going because if yeah. Philip Rivers has all day to, you know, sit back and throw, that could be problematic. No, absolutely. I, it's a, this is why I think it's a great test. It's really one of those games that like you look at paper, you're like, yeah, we should win this game but we got to come out and play to get yeah. this stuff. It's not a game that you're going to go in. You're going to go in and you better perform. Good. So this is what you want. You want you want this from a team that you believe has the capacity to be great, be one of the great ones. So this is one of those games because it could 
it could show you a whole host of things in, in, in either direction. So, what week are we in? Are we in week 10 or 11? 11. 11. Yeah, this is great. I like this. It's, listen, we don't got, we don't, it's, it's sad. You know, we, we, there's, there's only so many games left, Mr. Ryan Grant. And I'm just like, oh. we're in double digits now. I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. <laughs> I, I do. I, I like it. I like where it's, it's, it's starting to heat up a little bit. Oh, this is where, these are where things get interesting. They get spicy. Yeah, they get a little, get a little hot. You know, get a little hot. Start to see, you start to see some frustration. After this week, you're going to start to see some frustration from coaches. Um, good or bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out on Sunday. My, but my, my little assistant is, is coming. Ah. Potentially giving you some stats. You want some carrots? Okay. I have to, I have to um, uh, give out some carrots now, so I, I, will, I will be right back. Okay. Not a problem. I want some carrots. Mr. Ryan Grant, it's been a pleasure, as always. Uh, tell the people where they can find you and all the things that you do. Well, because of quarantine, I've mostly been in Los Angeles. address it's just somewhere in the city of Los Angeles Um, Ryan Grant 25 at Ryan Grant 25 on Twitter Ryan.Grant on Instagram we're getting cooking with the the podcast we're doing some things Um, so yeah just look out people be waiting they're waiting Ryan we're waiting listen Um, it's going to be good and it's I appreciate you know it is it is a process about process, but it's been a, yeah it's been a, it's been a long process because um, there are some people involved. So <laughs> uh, good there things. are people on this podcast. You say <laughs> there 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 are things in, involved and people involved. So it's a uh, it's all good stuff. But yes, um, we're moving a little a little slower. Good, that's okay. We're, we're slow cooking. You ever you, you crock pot? This is what we're doing. We're crock and exactly, and that's a phenomenal analogy for for everyone because everyone understands what crockpot does. You slow, you slow cooking this thing because, mm. but yeah, you've never turned down a crockpot dish though. You know what it tastes like. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be good. It takes a while to get there, but once it gets good, there, but it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. That's it. So All go. right. So I hope the. Uh, the crock pot like becomes like your official mascot for, or a logo for that. That uh, would be, yeah, I should, I should just get a crock pot. It's just a crock pot. <laughs> you actually, just, you know. If, if, if crock pot wants to sponsor me or air fryer or Instapot, cause these are all my favorite things. <laughs> if you, Tom, do you have a, do you have a air fryer? I do. Is, it's a game changer. What, what? This is the best thing. It's a game changer. Honestly, no lie. I think air fryers are what George Foreman grills were. People have been saying that, you know, because that, that, it's getting real, real it, popular. My it, mom it, got one. We true. have one. I mean, like, you could literally, especially in New York, you could get an apartment that doesn't even have a kitchen. You don't even need a stove. Don't even need one. Or an oven. Anything. Nothing. Get yourself an air fryer. You're good to go. You're in business. I'm Honestly, like, that's that. You know what? We should chase down some sponsorship deals, and we should try to get it for Crockpot and or an air fryer. For real, Instapot is good too. Instapot mm. is solid. Mm. I'm, my three favorite things in the world. Now, Outside rice cookers. 
I, I heard those are game changers too. I've never used a rice cooker. Those are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instapot is kind of like that. Um, the pressure cookers, they're, they're solid. They're, 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 they're thorough. Huh. Yeah, uh, never to use like just a little, 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 little pot on the stove. Um, yeah, yeah. And you're missing out. Mm. You're not getting the most out of your rice. Mm. I've heard that before. Some, many said, people have said that to me throughout high school. Yeah. You're not getting the most out of your rice. Plain and simple. And mm. as someone who for ever mm. is not getting the most out of his rice, now I'm getting the most out of my rice. And, and not your your wife wants to get more out of her rice, which will oh. essentially get more out of her life. Oh. So I'm telling you, this is like a now it goes back to it could it could actually benefit the marriage. Oh. Because if she looks at you and says, this is what we've been doing for, and then she is actually like able to, to taste some serious pressure mm-hmm. cooked rice. No, no. I don't know if no, you're, you're trying to, are you, I don't know. You know. It's just, are you trying to kick your, your marriage up to the next step? Mm. Mm. Are you just trying to level up with the marriage or are we just pot on the stove? Pot on the stove. Get your rice li- get your rice right. Get your life right. Yeah. Rice right, life right. <laughs> rice right, wife right, life right. Boy, what you got? Ain't that right. Ain't that right. Get it tight. If you get your rice tight, you get your wife right, you get your life right. And you're gonna have a good night, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good you night. might have a good night. But I can't guarantee that. No, there is it. <laughs> no, product not included. <laughs> in marriage, you can't guarantee that. Nothing. But you can guarantee <laughs> some good ass rice. <laughs> well, getting your wife right has nothing to do with having a good night. Nope. Just, just, just I'm just giving just that disclaimer. Just disclaimer. Getting your wife right has nothing to do with having a good night. Nope. For all you fellas. You just oh, you just I might stay alive another day. That's that's yeah, that's fight another night. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'd be fight night. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part of the podcast. <laughs> I'm just gonna delete the rest of this trash and just do this. Oh, and it's just gonna be all about good. rice cookers. Yeah, let's see. Believe try to uh, sponsor that one and promote that one. <laughs> there you go. We're good. Uh, this was great. I'm at. Tom Grossi comedy on all the places you could find me. You know where I am. So, Mr. Ryan Grant, this has been a very distinguished episode. <laughs> My God. There we go. Looks and, in the uh, limbo. Well, uh, peeks into the Packers. Yes. Yeah. Would you say peeks into the Packers? Yeah. It looks. I'm taking a peek into the Packers. That's a good name, too. Peeks into the. Yeah, I did that myself. So, I'm not going to send myself a ball. You so. should. You should sign a to Ryan. Love Ryan. Keep it keep Love it up, Jane. Keep it up, Ryan. Good Love one. your work. <laughs> that's that's basically what Pat McAfee said to me. So. Huh. Because all my fans were trying to get him on my show and they were just like, because the Colts Packers are coming up. And oh, so they yeah, all right. tagged him and stuff. And I didn't know they were gonna do that. So they all tagged him and he finally was just like, I see your fans. You got a pretty passionate fan base. He's like, keep up the good work. And I was like, that's a really nice way of saying no. stop. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Yeah, whatever. whatever, dude. <laughs> Listen, you know, it's fine because, uh, you know, when we have more subscribers than uh, Pat McAfee, you know, 
I'll tell him to keep up the good work, champ. There we go. What's your name? Hey, well, what, 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 make this shirt out to. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, I, folks. I like that, though. That's Thanks so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. Hey. That's Ryan Grant. And as always, go, go back, back go. go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.